Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's that time again, time for Guys of a Certain Age, and we are down to one in the studio. That's me, Robbie Koblenz. I'm joined by the miracle of technology with my uh, comrades in arms. They're out there somewhere. Art, Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Yeah, so we're doing the FaceTime thing. We are truly socially distancing ourselves, like yeah. by miles and miles. Yeah. 20-something miles in my case. And yeah, I'm you're sure. really out there. Yeah, yep. so it's probably closer to 30 miles between you two. Yeah. Wow. Could be. Wow. Yep. And the miracle of Apple and FaceTime and group calls and all this stuff. No zooming in here, right? We're not we're not doing the Zoom thing. Not doing the Zoom. Don't you wish you would have bought Zoom stock two months ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean if they're, they're also kind of, I mean, of course that's what everybody's using, but they're also have had a lot of trouble with security and stuff too. But Boy, those guys, they've been coding overtime, I'm sure, to try to uh, tighten yeah. up the holes. Yeah. So, but, but it certainly has been the, the meeting, virtual meeting software of choice. Yeah, WebEx has been pretty popular out there, but it's, I mean, I think Zoom has turned into the Xerox. Of, yeah. Of, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know. yeah. And the fact that it's used, hey, we're going to Zoom over FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's like the, the Kleenex of, yeah. of the tissue world and the Coca-Cola of the soda world. That's right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So how are you guys doing in, in quarantine? Doing okay. So far, so good. Yeah. I've worked from home this week. I've been going in until uh, Friday of last week, but uh, after the shelter in place order, we've, uh, those of us that can have been working from home. There's still some people going into the office every day. Now, now Jay, you have both kids at home, correct? We have both kids at home. Yep. Both of them, even today, as we record, have been to class and had actually zoom calls with their professors and so it's 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 very odd to go from empty nest to full nest two colleges meeting in my dining room yeah it's different so so both boys are at home obviously david is the oldest is a senior in uh, high school mark's a junior and um, we have them both working at both of our businesses because both of our businesses are still open. And I informed them that their contribution to the family and society in general is they would work with no compensation. And so uh, that's how you get the kids out of the house. You make them go work somewhere. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, but anyway, well, cool beans, guys. Well, let's jump into some geeks of the week. Uh, Art, you want to go first? What, uh, what special nuggets of geekdom do you have for us? Well, I just I just saw this. I actually saw it last night. Looked more into it today. Uh, Steve Carell of Office fame, and of course he's been in movies and thing, things since then. But uh, probably best known still is Michael Scott from The Office, has uh, teamed up with uh, producer of The Office, Craig Daniels, to and they've got a, a show on Netflix called Space Force I saw coming that. out. Yeah, which really? is going to be another. I don't know if it's going to be another documentary style. I kind of would think it would be since it's the two of them involved again. But it is a workplace sitcom again. Uh, I don't know how many episodes, but it's got some strong talent with the John Malkovich is in there. Lisa Kudrow from Friends is in there. Uh, I drawn a oh, uh, uh, one of the guys from Parks and Recreation. I can't remember his name now, but he's in there anyway. So it's like. Uh, it's, uh, it looks pretty strong, and of course, it's it's uh, playing off of the the newly formed Space Force, 
Uh, so uh, looking forward to seeing that. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, it starts in May. So I thought it was actually a promotional video for the newly formed Space Force. I didn't realize it was on Netflix and is a uh, little bit of a farce, I guess. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Shows what I know. No, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. joking. I actually knew about that. So, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be really fun. So, yeah. Um, what about you, Pharmacist Reed? What do you have as your geek I'm kind of going, I don't know if this is retro necessarily, but I discovered when we, uh, Jacob and I were in Atlanta and picked up a magazine because I pick up every free magazine usually that's in the store. And um, I have, this was a kind of a crafty, artsy magazine and discovered Dante D'Antoni. Have y'all heard of this guy? I have not. Nope. He, he is a, about to. he is a legit Lego artist and I'm not talking about just, you know, we're talking about much bigger than the Death Star, much bigger than the Millennium Falcon. He does installations. He'll go into homes and like take a section of a wall out, kind of check the, you know, where the beams are that are essential and all that. And he'll build like Lego things inside there. So it might be like, you know, how you go into a restaurant and they've got exposed brick and then they have the plaster or whatever over part of it. In this case, instead of the exposed brick, it's exposed Legos. And wow. some of them are like, he did a whole concert scene that's got video boards in it and people everywhere. You have to kind of look inside to see it. And uh, if you go to Dante, is D-A-N-T-E-D-E-N-T-O-N-I art.com. So Dante D'Antoni art.com. But his Instagram actually shows more of what he's doing. And it's just incredible. I mean, I, uh, you know, I've seen Lego art before. But this guy sort of takes it to another level. Wow. And I'm just really, really impressed. He's, some of these pictures on his Instagram are from Sharjah in uh, the Arab Emirates. And some of the stuff is from the Islamic Arts Festival. And you just wouldn't believe it. Uh, uh, it's crazy. So you've got I'll like that concert out. halls. Um, you know, people invite him in to do installations in their homes, like as part of their, you know, part of the structure of their walls. Um, and this, but that concert thing is really cool. It's, you have to kind of look in from the outside. And when you look in, you see the, the video, the concert going on the video screen and just it's full of minifigs that have the, uh, uh, you know, that are fans or the concert goers. It's just really cool. I encourage you to check out if you're into Legos at all. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, what's his, what's his name again? Dante D'Antoni. Cool. D-A-N-T-E and then D-E-N-T-O-E. I can't speak. Can't speak. Can't spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 I'll have to check that out. So, Art, uh, I pulled up the IMDB for Space Force, and Fred Willard is in Space Force. Awesome. Is he really? He is. <laughs> I love Fred wow. Willard. Wow. You know, he's in Modern Family, and yeah. uh, he's really starting to look old. I was kind of concerned about Fred Willard, but he is one of my favorites. I don't know if y'all remember... Fernwood Tonight or America Tonight with Martin Mull and Fred Willard. Uh, it seems like somebody should carry that again. It was made by the producer of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. This is going way back and probably is one of those things that, that you know, was the cutoff is before y'all's time. But it was a, a mock late night talk show, and Fred Willard was kind of the Ed McMahon or the. Uh, what, 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 was the what was the name uh, of it? What was the name of it? It was originally called Fernwood Tonight. And that was the town where Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman took place. Uh, Norman Lear, I think, was behind that. And then it became America Tonight. Um, 
So th- and it was on the U. It was on the fictional UBS network. We oh, put U before the BS. <laughs> but uh, so, so, but it, it looks, was hilarious. Looks like there was a forever Fernwood, then Fernwood yeah. tonight, and somebody keeps getting emails. I don't know. That's not me. Oh, sorry. Let me make sure. I'm, one of you guys uh, might be me. You, one of you guys getting emails. Stop. Stop. Stop working. Now we're recording a podcast. So, Fred Willard <laughs> is just—he's hilarious. Um, yeah. I mean, and I like Martin. I've always liked Martin Ball a lot too. But the two of them together were oh, I, were just yeah. really, really good. I because you know, Fred's the uh, you know just the has, has playing the part he always plays, but plays it so beautifully. That dim-witted kind of guy that just does, he's hilarious. I, I loved him in Anchorman. I mean, yeah, you know, as kind of the clueless. Uh, the I, he was general manager, I believe, of the station. So um, I need I need to watch Anchorman again. Yeah, um, I have my and. Uh, I haven't watched that in forever either. I need to do that. Um, another, another uh, Steve Carell, one of his first movie roles. I yeah, guess outside of yeah, it was, it was mm-hmm. so a lot of fun. So cool, cool, cool. Well, my geek of the week is a little bit more serious. It's a shout out to the guys at Square, and uh, so one of the things that's been just really fascinating to me during the whole quarantine thing is um, the 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 movement of online trying to get stuff to to sell online for restaurants. And, of course, most folks know we've got a little bakery called Proof. And um, so the idea was as we go into a quarantine where you can't uh, uh, you can't have folks come into the to the to the bakery, I had to move everything from our square um, point of sales platform to a, a online platform in under 24 hours. And uh, Square was just phenomenal at that. Um, they Square bought Weebly a few years ago. And for folks who don't know, Square is a, a way to be able to take credit cards online or in person. They had a, they were the first folks to come out with a portable credit card reader where there was a essentially a flat fee. And I really got into credit card processing. Um, the that industry because it, before Square you had to set up credit card processing with your bank and they took all kinds of fees and things. Square came in and say, no, we'll we'll process all that. We'll take three percent and it'll be easy. It'll be painless and you don't have to do all these agreements with all these different credit card companies. So anyway, um, we have a Square register at the shop and they bought Weebly. I guess three, four years ago. And so to, to be able to do an online store and guys, it's the slickest thing, you know, art, art's done a lot of web programming, the, the, the hooks they've got in the ability to take what you've set up in your square register and just publish it to a website is just, That's cool. it is phenomenal. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's really cool because you're able to, to update uh, items or uh, inventory stock in the square app. And it's going to cascade over to the uh, to the web page. So really, yeah, really cool. fascinating stuff. And I was on tech support with the guys at Square, or I should say the the girls at Square, um, one of the um, uh, customer service reps, and they were talking about how they were working around the clock to be able to make that a more transparent process to enable um, pick up orders and carry out orders, and where you would have notification when you place your order in the in the cart and be able to say hey no we want to do carry out and it was just it was really cool talking to to uh to her when she said you know this is these are features we were going to try to roll out in six weeks or eight weeks and we got everybody together and we knocked it out over the course of a weekend so that's my that's my shout out to uh, the guys at square and their their shopping cart um 
uh, web interface that they built out. It's just uh, it's really, really good stuff, and they've done a great, great job. So well, I, can, I can testify that it works. I've used it a couple of times since I'll set it up, and, and I mean, everything was, was you know, very smooth, very smooth. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing some of the technological innovations that have, have happened during the, uh, the COVID. Uh, you look at manufacturers who are uh, pivoting, uh, you know, Cathead Vodka uh, based in Jackson, Mississippi. They're making sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Apple is doing uh, face shields. Um, and there's just, uh, I mean, there, there are a ton of folks who've kind of stepped to the plate, which has been kind of cool mm-hmm. to see. So, but speaking of Apple, we wanted to kind of revisit something we talked about, um, about the coolest apps that you thought once you installed them, oh, this is the neatest thing ever. I can't live without, and we've kind of forgotten about them. So Jay, I believe that was your suggestion. So, uh, take the reins. What's well, up? I'm- definitely going to give arthur credit he found it but i i found it quite interesting some of the things you know one of the things that's on the list of 25 is something that uh comes up quite regularly in our discussions and that is the netflix dvd and the caption underneath it though was, was what was so funny it said uh I, you mean I can get a DVD in four business days instead of having to go all the way to the store? This is great. So yeah. totally. And then another one that I still have, I mean, I, I have boxes of this stuff, kind of like Robbie's museum in the studio there. Um, the cassette tape with the wire attached to it that you put in yep. your d- deck and then you plug it into your phone or your whatever, your iPod or play or whatever. Uh, I had that. And then I also had, this wasn't on the list, but it reminded me, uh, like an FM stereo receiver that you plug into your cigarette lighter or that's, is that old school too? Cig- cigarette lighter in your car? Yeah. Into cigarette your voltage thing. <laughs> but, but you know, a cigarette lighter as a cigarette lighter is old school, but you still have that, that 12 volt socket. Right. Right. So you put that in the socket and then you're, and then you plug your phone or whatever, your music player into it. And you listen to it through your FM radio. You yeah. set the, the dial for whatever station, you know, is not in your area. So those are just a few of the things. I, I, one of the those other things are, was, Those are still around. The FM transmitters things are still around. A lot of them are combined with Bluetooth now if, you right, if, you're, if right. your receiver's not Bluetooth enabled. Yeah, I think my son has one of those. It's not a, it's not a FM receiver, but it's, a, it's part, part of his auxiliary deal. Yeah. Where oh, okay, he plugs, so he's got, plugs he's it into his auxiliary. Bluetooth yeah. receiver that goes into his. Yeah, I've got one of those too. Right, right. Yeah, the FM transmitter was great, but I mean, it would, it would, you know, you could easily get signal bleed over if you travel oh, yeah. to any distance. Man. Oh yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, if you were traveling, uh, like if you're on a trip every hour and a half, you're gonna have to flip it, you know, somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. I would, I would always end out at uh, eighty-seven point nine. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or or 107.9 at the opposite ends. Of course, here where we're located in the Golden Triangle in, in northeast Mississippi, you've got a hundred thousand watt blowtorch WFCA <laughs> on 107.9, so that eliminates the right hand of the dial. So you yeah, gotta, you got to move to the left hand because everything else, you know, the 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 lower stuff, the I think sub 92, anything below 92.1 is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is non-commercial and so obviously not nearly as many non-commercial radio stations uh below 92.1 as there are above 92.1 so you could usually find something you know that npr or your public broadcasting station wasn't hitting or some religious station wasn't hitting and and you would be okay but if you traveled any distance on any interstate anywhere yeah game over so yeah 
Yeah, but that was still, the other thing that's not exactly technology that that caught my attention on this list was the Billy Bass. Oh uh, yeah, fish on the wall, and it you know I'd seen them here, but when we moved to the Middle East, one of the guys that or another American guy that we were friends with had somehow found like a stash of them. You know how they'll send stuff that doesn't sell to other oh, yeah. other countries. <laughs> what or, in the middle of of you know the desert? He well sort of deserty, but he he found this stash of Billy Bass things, so he got one, put it on his wall, and you can imagine. If you're uh, an Arab that's never seen one of these before, if you come from the village and you walk in the house and all of a sudden this fish turns its head and starts singing, don't worry, be happy to you, that could be a little frightening. Yeah, it was was fun. (laughs) Even if you have seen it before, it's a little frightening. That's true, too. That's right. Man, just wow. Just now, could you record hmm. your own things for Billy Bass to say? I can't remember exactly how that worked. I never saw that. I think they were pre programmed, but I'm sure someone hijacked it at some point (laughs) that's funny that was funny so uh art what was that that thing you know um that you could i was thinking you know i mean they on the list it had things like the original ipod they didn't have uh, a picture of the correct one though they had the one that had the four buttons across the thing which was uh, to me never as good as the original one that had just the click wheel uh, to me, that was that form factor was just great, and I still have my last, you know, full. Oh, I think it was a 250 gigabyte uh, iPod that I have a lot of, if not all my uh, iTunes music on it still uh, that I just love, and I'll, I'll pull that out every once in a while and, and hope it still charges, and, and then listen to it that way. But you know, there were a lot of things that uh, like iPhone apps when the iPhone came out, you know, a little over 10 years ago, whatever it's been now, uh, all these apps that I kept downloading, like, uh, you know, the beer drinking app or whatever that, you know, you filled up, it looked like you filled up a virtual glass. It was just that. And then there were a bunch of Star Trek apps, you know, one that of course made the communicator sound and, you know, the screen would look like the the front of the communicator and you could still talk through it. You know, you would use the phone to talk through, but it would ring as if a communicator chirped. And then the phaser and lightsabers, too. Those were always a lot of fun. I found out early on, though, that you had to be careful when you gave it to uh, to little kids. Have uh, uh, a cousin of mine uh, uh, who, uh, who was about to graduate in senior, but I can remember when he was little, loved the lightsaber app. And it's like you could, he, I had sometimes had trouble getting my phone back. But uh, <laughs> we... We've we've made we've maintained that Star Wars uh, friendship ever since then, so it's been fun. But um, it was, uh, but all that stuff, you know, you go, you download all this this stuff, or and sometimes it'd be web apps as opposed to applications. So you'd still have to have a signal to get, I mean, a, a Wi-Fi signal to get it to work. But you know, I don't find myself doing those as much anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm looking at my phone right now, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, five and a half screens of apps. And, yeah, and I probably and so I've got I've got a variety of um, of of subfolders as well. So I've got yeah. what is that four by one two three four five six twenty four. I probably have two hundred apps on this phone. Yeah, I may use twenty of them on a yeah. regular basis. If that many, really, I mean, that's kind of you know I keep going. I need to delete this. I go well. I may you know I do this, but it, and what kills me is all the food apps because you know. We'll, we'll order Papa John's or, or something, and yeah. invariably we go to the Pizza Hut app or the Domino's app, and yeah. they want you to update before you order again. It's like I ordered, yeah. you know, I ordered 
two months ago and now you're forcing me to update? I mean, please, yeah. I, there can't be that much technological advancement in pizza ordering in six weeks on an iPhone app. Come on, yeah. get, get your stuff together. So, but yeah, that's true. It's like every time you call. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Talk. <laughs> this is harder to do. <laughs> yeah, talk, talk one at a time. Go ahead, Art. Every time you fire it up, though, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, we need to update this app before you can do that. Come, come on, man. I just ordered last week. Yeah, I mean, and why do you really – yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to go on a soapbox. I'm sorry, Jay. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, heaven forbid you should actually use the phone to make a phone call and call well, Domino's and ask them to do I I tell you what, 1990s man. Uh, <laughs> well, we but, have tried. We have tried using the phone, and nobody picks up the phone anymore. I mean, you go and it. and it's like it's like a race. Somebody will say, "I'll try to call." You try to log in, and within you know three minutes, I've got my order. You know, granted, if I if the app is up to date, but within three minutes, I'll go and and you know find a coupon, do it, and boom, we've got a, a pizza in the oven, you know, or pizza in the in the order system, ready to go, getting ready to go, and you can't get anybody to pick up the phone anymore. No, no, you or can't. if you do, if you do get an answer, goes, have you tried using our app? <laughs> right, yeah, true. Yeah. That's that's going to be the own the own whole music. You'd like uh, the master that, service, yeah, you, our you've app. You've got to go through the phone tree, you know, and then get to it. And it, I think, yeah. you know, I think we we called up recently recently to uh, a restaurant to order uh carry out and um it, 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 there's on hold messages it's like i just you should have somebody picking up directly you yeah. shouldn't go to an on hold and so anyway it's the new reality we're in um you know i remember back to the to the app thing i I, I got the Doctor Who Sonic Screwdriver app. I think I paid a buck for it. I can't believe I actually yeah. paid a dollar for it. Oh, this is the coolest thing. Played with it for about five minutes. Never touched it again, you know. But do yeah. you guys, Art, you may remember when, when the iPhone first launched, um, Apple did not allow app, app development at all. Uh, right. You know, Steve Jobs was originally against having standalone applications on the iPhone um, because the iPhone was AT&T only. There was an exclusive deal, I think, for three years for the iPhone with AT&T. And there was concerns that if you opened up the back end with the software developer's kit that um, and, and you allowed an app to be installed, you might be able to pull that entire AT&T network down with some sort of rogue app. And so Steve Jobs was like, we'll make all the apps you need. We'll ship them natively. And you can do these little weblets. You can go and save a home page and have that appear as an app on your phone so if you need yeah, to go so to, that's what a lot of them yeah. were at first yeah and you I mean, know all of them were anything outside of apple were at first, yeah but yeah yeah and what's interesting now is how many apps quote unquote apps are just custom coded front ends for 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 yeah. web in um yeah. you know expedia is pulling everything from the expedia website um, mm -hmm. you've got a little bit more data that's, that's being stored on the phone, but it's kind of the same sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, it's just, just kind of crazy. But, uh, uh, I will say this, uh, just to, to Jay as, as the oldest member of the group, the <laughs> phone is the hardest part for me to use now. I mean, I have the hardest time finding the phone. It's like, I'm, I'm just a couple of months away from getting the cricket, I think is where I, <laughs> where I yeah. The, so maybe that's why I'm kind of prejudiced against the phone. The cricket. What's the cricket? Oh, that's, that's the, that's the one that, uh, Maybe it's the wrong thing, but there's that one of those big ones that uh, you know usually the or 
marketed towards uh, senior adults that is a very simplified phone. It really is just a phone, may have some slight texting in it, usually has, a, you know, uh, an emergency alert kind of thing built into it. So when you fall. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, and I said maybe it's not the cricket. Maybe cricket. I think cricket may be one of those cheap wireless plans. Yeah, but, it uh, is. Is it the jitterbug? Jitterbug. That's there it. you yes, go. Again, some insect. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Oh, so man. see, as I said, I'm right there, about to need it. So you know, it's, and maybe maybe beyond that point, it's the simplest smartphone ever. The smartphone yeah. for seniors. Oh, my yeah, goodness. That, this is like, oh, that's... They only have three buttons. I mean, you can't even make all the phone calls you want to make because... <laughs> it's just nine, one, and one. You know, so the people oh, need to call. <laughs> this is hilarious, man. You know, my wife works in a nursing home, and she said most of her patients are have flip phones, and sometimes she'll have to go in there and you know, help them find a contact or, or read yeah. a text or whatever. And, uh, but they're all very happy with their flip phones. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's endorsed by John Walsh. And Are you looking it up? I'm looking at it. I'm looking yeah. at it. It's uh, the Jitterbug Smart 2 by GreatCall.com. And so you've got three packages. You've got the basic, the preferred, and the ultimate package. Basic's 20 okay. bucks. Preferred's 25. Ultimate is 35 per month. So all of them have the five-star urgent response. All of them have brain games. If you want the preferred package, you get the urgent care and great call link. And if you want the ultimate <laughs> oh package, gosh. you get the ultimate package. You got not only five star urgent response, brain games, urgent care, and the great call link, but you also get a personal operator. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I'm glad y'all cleared me cleared me up with the name though, and it does remind me we may have a upcoming episode where we go back in and correct a bunch of mistakes, but. <laughs> That, that may be a series of episodes. Oh actually. man, this is great. This is this is great. I mean, help, what? help! I've dialed and I can't get out. You know. <laughs> uh, so the uh, yeah. wow, wow. So one other app I loved was the lighter app, and you know you had different types of Zippo style lighters or whatever. That was that was huge in concerts for a while. Everybody, oh hey, yeah, check I this out. Was, yeah, uh, so I think that was before my time. I, I started off with a Galaxy and kept it till it. Uh, almost died, and then I brought my got the iPhone, so I, I missed some of those. And well, uh, I, the lighter app played "Peaceful Easy Feeling" too, right? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was the, the premium. The premium you had to pay for that one. Yeah, that was the the premium version. App purchase. Yeah, that's it. The Joe Walsh lighter pack. Hey, great. <laughs> Wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, uh, or maybe Don, maybe Don Henley, Chris, Glenn Fry would be more appropriate. There you go. That. There you go. Yeah. So, but uh, well, hey, one thing I was going to ask you, and I kind of ask you guys, I kind of popped you on our uh, on our text message. So, what's the best carry out meal you guys have had during quarantine? Um, we've had several good ones. We that's one thing that we we tried to do. Now, some restaurants have closed completely. We're not able to do it, but. We have tried to uh, support some of the local businesses, you know, here in West Point by, by doing continue to do carry out. Uh, but our favorite we had, and Anthony's is no longer uh, open. They, you know, plan to open again. But uh, uh, that right before they they closed, we got uh, a steak, uh, baked potato, and, and a salad from them, and we got uh, my, my mom and Becky and I all got that. And they had a great, they had the, the whole service thing figured out. You went in, you know, you, you paid for your thing here. You went and picked up your, your packaged meal and all that kind of stuff. So they were really observing you know, safe social distancing and all that. The food, as always, was great. Uh, 
we just, you know, really like all those folks that are associated with Anthony's and have known them for years. And uh, so the experience was good, but of course the food's always excellent. It was just a really good meal. I love Anthony's. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite restaurants. What about you? Uh, what about you, Jay? <laughs> well, we're, we're kind of going to the other end of of fine dining here. But uh, I, I stopped by the other night and got the donut chicken sandwich from KFC, and uh, it was it was excellent. I have to say, donut um, chicken sandwich. All right, I've you, seen that advertised. You've got it is. You've got to walk us through that. Well, it, I, it took a, when they first came out, I think it was just in selected areas, but I guess it became so popular. You can get it anywhere now. So it's just two glazed, plain glazed donuts with a not too spicy, but, you know, a little bit, whatever their medium spice um, chicken, fried chicken breast in between. That's all it is. Donuts and chicken. And yeah. it was great. Yeah. Their tagline is eat this and the COVID-19 is the least of your health worries. Right. Something like that. <laughs> Boy, did, right. It, did it come with a side of insulin? I'm looking at this thing. Man, this is unbelievable. Wow. Did you I eat one bite? I shared it with my daughter. I gave her a couple bites. I, 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 Boy, man, what kind of donuts are these? These aren't Krispy Kremes, are they? No. And that, and that was probably the weak point in the sandwich because it was just, you know, KFC doesn't specializing donuts obviously so the donut was less than stellar but the principle of it it was still sweet you know still just a glazed plain glazed donut and then you know nice chicken in between it was i like that kind of stuff anyway i really like sweet and savory combos so for me it was just another you know crazy example because i've had the donut burger before at various uh, state fairs um and i like that too so I highly recommend it once. I don't. I don't need it again. <laughs> wow, yeah. once and that's going to be enough. That looks wow, and it's served hot. More or less, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if but, it does well, they can kind of go in with Krispy Kreme for the next round oh, over with you know right, good. cross market it. And that was one of the downsides is by the time I got it home, you know, it was warm in that box that they serve it in, and so a lot of the glaze had kind of dripped, dripped off. off and it was yeah. a pool of glaze so. underneath <laughs> had to reapply it <laughs> jay is licking the wrapper at uh, the that's end. so you reapplied it that's hilarious yeah, i reapply oh. a little bit at the end yeah i just man my, my stomach's kind of like going Ugh. Sure. i mean I, i'm kind of yeah in a bad way this just looks of course i haven't had the popeye sandwich yet the their chicken sandwich yet so have you, you had, that? Wow, had this, this is so very different oh i know i know <laughs> have you had that yet art the, the popeye sandwich oh. oh yeah i mean i've had had it several times that's Multiple my favorite times. i mean that's yeah that's my favorite chicken sandwich yeah and i know you've and, had it jay right yeah just the one time and then they ran out and i haven't been now back, see you, so. you and you had a bad experience i don't think you had the i don't think you had the better sandwich i didn't but like you, it as much as you did i remember talking about it oh well, yeah it's there's, been, it's, there's no accounting yeah. for taste on this podcast uh, uh, prove that today yeah wow <laughs> Good grief! Oh, I, I think I think I'm gonna need like a Tums just after. Got a feeling it, man, man. There was a meme. Y'all, y'all kind of already said this, but I did see a meme at one point says we're all worried about a virus and all this stuff, and and yet we're still. <laughs> You know, trying to take all these safety precautions for our health, but we're still eating a chicken patty between two donuts. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I was going to do a cartoon, and there was a meme that came out and beat me to it. It's kind of hard to be topical before a meme comes out, but this was this is not a result of. Uh, they put uh, on their the meme. It said, 
Uh, just want to say, none of this was going on until y'all started liking those chick- those Popeye's chicken sandwiches better than Chick Fil A. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and, you know. True. And I saw somebody else said, you know, masks didn't become popular until after the Mandalorian dropped. So, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah. So, uh, my favorite meal so far, and shout out to the Eat With Us group who's got Harvey's. And Bulldog Burger and Peppers, and there's probably the grill in the grill uh, here in the Golden Triangle, Northeast Mississippi. Harvey's is doing family meals. And um, so, you know, we still feel obligated to feed our kids, even though one of them's legally an adult now. Um, so we got Harvey's uh, rack of ribs family meal. It was, it was great. You got four. And Harvey's has great ribs anyway. Um, so we got four half racks of ribs, eight sides, two per person, four salads, and a gallon of sweet tea. We wow. ate on that for like two days. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was like, it's like 50 bucks. I mean, it was very, very, uh, very, very affordable. And uh, I asked my wife, I said, do you think they'll continue doing family meals once this is over with um because it becomes so popular everybody's got a family meal option now and mm-hmm. i've seen uh, that you know um we did an obi's family meal and it it, it came with a, a pint of a side which would have been baked beans or potato salad or, or slaw we didn't like any of them and i said can we just get fries oh yeah for five dollars extra you can get fries and so we, we got this big tin of fries for five bucks from Obi's. Sure. there I mean, you go I mean, it's 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 one of these big aluminum tins. It was eight orders of fries, guys. Good grief! Oh man, fries for days. And I will tell you, hey, here here's a great a great trick for those of you who get air fryers, but for tortilla chips and fries, uh, don't throw your your cold fries away. Put them in your air fryer at four hundred for a couple of minutes. That warms them up and crisps them up. Same thing yep. with tortilla chips. If you're getting tortilla chips as carry out from your favorite Mexican restaurant and you like them you know, warm, fresh, fried out of the bag. I mean, out of the, out of the, the little container, they bring them to you, hold on to them, throw them in your air fryer for a couple of minutes the next day and warms them up. It, it they're really, really good. That air fryer is Ooh. absolutely amazing. May even make the, the uh, KFC donut chicken sandwich better. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I've tried the fries. The tortilla chips is great. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. The tortilla chips are really, really good. I, I love my air fryer. Uh, you know, um, uh, the Totino's little 99 cent uh, frozen pizzas, the the stuff that's the closest thing to what we grew up with, with as pizza in the yeah. cafeteria. You put one of those in your air fryer and it does a great job of cooking huh. it. So really crisp that crust up. And uh, I just, I really, I never got all the way into the Instapot, but I love my air fryer. We may have to do a, a air fryer podcast. Yeah. I may I, I order one from Amazon, but now have you all noticed that prime delivery is like two to three weeks now instead of two days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. for non-essentials. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but I will say I see that message and then we've gotten some of our stuff in two to three days as opposed to, you know, they may say it's not going to be here for another week or so, but it'll, it'll show up. Yeah, Jacob ordered something, and he it told him April 26th, and today's the 8th, and he ordered it like two days ago, but then it updated to the 17th. So it, I figured it would be quicker, but it's still definitely not the two days. But yeah, that's right. all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, um, it, it strange times we live in. So, but yep. uh, anyway. All right. 
Cool beans, guys. Great episode. Thank you for all you out there continuing to download the podcast. We appreciate it and stay safe until next time.